Hey, what's up, Michael T? Yes, it is so hard to start over. I have had to start a lot of things over. Um, relationships, fresh start. Um, school. When I went to Howard, I couldn't use my transfers. I had to start from... Um, I had to start from the very beginning... That was really tough to handle. Um, I had to get new doctors, um, new friends, um, my career choice. Everything was, I had to start all over again because there was no way, because a lot of, some things were right and some things were wrong, but getting it together it just it's just friction so i had to start all over again i know exactly what you mean hey thank you gloria from tp or i'm sorry thank you gloria tp5 from grown up eruptions uh, and you've got to check that out she uh, dropped some different poetry and just thoughts on things so um definitely check her out wherever you get podcasts i agree with you uh 100 gloria the and my point from that earlier podcast was about the fact that you know it is normal to start over and it's it's hard because you know i was just listening to a play on one of my podcasts uh just now and the whole dilemma was like they suddenly find themselves like it's the end of the world nobody can there's these sisters and nobody can decide or they don't know what's going on you know they can't get radio signal anymore there's no tv so they just don't know what's going on and they never determine but it's the the whole thing is about the one sister is like it's okay we'll just stay here everything's all right while the other one is like no we've got to go out and like see what's going on and start over because the world is over like we gotta it's up to us to start it over and that's the way we are sometimes is things are the way they are and you either start over I mean you can keep pushing through and that there is value to that for sure but sometimes the correct course is indeed to just start over and that's natural uh, for that to be the case um yeah, and that's all I was thinking about with that that post that that day was just the the notion that that we have to be aware or accept. You know, talking to myself, I'm always preaching to myself more than anything, but we have to be accepting of the fact that sometimes it's time to start over because you've been doing this for damn near 30 years, and it has only gone down. And so what began is I wonder if this will make its way through. And I'm talking about the newspaper business. When I began my career, I was like aware of the fact that there was this impending technological thing coming down the pike. And I've resisted it for so long. And now I find myself in this position where, yes, it is time to start over and... um, girding myself up to do it. That's where I'm at. It's a lot easier when you hurt your damn back and you ain't even making no money for it. So right now I'm thinking, yeah, let me out of this damn thing. 
But thanks again, Gloria, for hitting me up and uh, appreciate you listening. Don't forget to check her out. That is Grown Up Eruptions Adult. What, what did she say? Adulting poetry for adults? I, I can't remember what the tagline she uses, but what it is, it's good poetry and um, it's not all sensual, but it's it's deep. So check it out. Grown Up Eruptions. What's up, Mr. Michael T. Justice? It's your girl, the guru, Lupus Warrior, and I appreciate you so very much. Thank you, my brother, and thank you, my fellow warrior of the elite circle. So, remember, always be there for your brothers and sisters in the elite circle. You got it? Big peace. I'm out. Thank you to the Guru Lucas Warrior. Uh, once again, I remind you to check her out uh, for some positivity. Unless, of course, you're talking about the president. But definitely what I uh, most appreciate and think you should check her out is because of her unflinching way of looking at the tough stuff she has to deal with. It really inspires me to think about how... You know, we all got problems, and it's how you face it. And I appreciate listening to how she pushes through the pain and the obstacles to uh, get on with her life and have a meaningful, productive life. And uh, so, yeah, shout out to you, the Guru Lupus Warrior. Check her out. Mr. Justice, I had to get you a personal uh, call because I know you love the show. You listen to the show. Uh, I had to change the name. There was more than one podcast going by the name Thoughts to Myself. So I'm now going under Thoughts by DeVille D.I. So, you know, now and more than ever, I need your support to help me keep those listeners up and to uh, help me spread that word. Appreciate it. And that is Thoughts by DeVille, D-I, D-V-I-L-L-E, D-I. So check him out because it is a good show with, uh, again, positivity, some stories about himself and, you know, what's going on and how to attach it to your attempt to get yourself motivated and get going. And so I do appreciate listening uh, to him every day uh, like my boy Patrick from We Live on a Planet said you know uh, you like that good cup of coffee in the morning you have your favorite cups of coffee or your, your little routines and these are some of my routines right here that you hear today uh, with the grown up eruptions and and my boy DeVille D.I. and uh, of course Patrick and Guru Lucas Warrior uh, man I hate leaving people out but I can't help it because I, one thing I'll say, uh, in listening to my podcast on the app, on the Anchor app, because I appreciate so much how the app gives us the ability to create on the go and whatnot, uh, and I know you got to have a focus, so I ain't complaining, but it seems like the focus is on that creation 
so I appreciate that because it does, you know, we, we as podcasters have a lot of uh, stuff here available for us, um, you know, the editing tools and just the whole, all of it, man, being able to be out on so many, I had no idea how to get on the different platforms and they've taken care of all that. So I am not complaining, but I do miss the ability to uh, explore listeners, you know, because I used to listen to all my podcasts in the uh, in the app, you know. So, like, if I'm listening to the Bill Bi, I can send him a message through the app. Uh, and it used to be that all my favorite podcasts, because I got about a hundred, because everybody, I, I try to support everybody and listen to them, and you know, because I appreciate that you out there trying to make something happen out of nothing, and this is, you know, like, I'm trying to think of all these people, you know, that I feel bad, Maria, uh, but the whole thing of it is, is that it's out there for us, and it used to be that you could just, you know, of all my podcasts that I have favorited, I could hit play, and it would play me the latest episode from each one, and I'd just keep up, and it would just play right through, well, now you got to pick the one that you, so I go to DeVille DI, and if I forget to go one day, then I'm going to have to listen to two episodes, of, of, you know, it just doesn't update uh, for me in the app, I, so I subscribe, as a lot of you do, because I notice on my listeners that uh, a lot of it comes from outside of the app as well, so I know that um, it, it allows you to, you know, when you subscribe through like Apple podcast or stitcher or something like that then you get all that the, the way that i'm talking about but it's not anchor specific and that's the part that i miss because i like listening just to the anchor apps or i mean anchor podcasters uh, sometimes uh, but hey like i said <laughs> the massive powerful tools that that we're getting and everything i mean you know I'm just lamenting the fact that we don't have that. Uh, but I do listen to the people that I listen to on a regular basis because I get them put into my podcast feeds. But then they're competing with Rachel Maddow and all these other people. And, you know, I like being able to just listen to Anchor for, you know, a while and just hear what you guys are up to. So um, I continue to do that in my own fashion. But um, definitely... I'm kind of rambling now, but definitely want to check all these people out. Uh, but uh, that's DeVille D.I. Had to change his name because that's the thing. And I better hurry up and get mine out there because right now ain't nobody using my name. But I want to, because I'm about to change. As I've said several times, this app is very supportive and, and social in that social uh, realm or whatever. But, and so I enjoy being able to share, you know, a little personal thoughts and everything. And I don't know, I can feel more secure here, I guess you could say, or less vulnerable. Or, I don't know. I feel like people here are not trolls. And when you get out on the platforms, you know, it's real easy for people to start, you know, just being haters that like stirring up crap. And you just got to be strong enough to ignore that stuff. So that's on me. But, you know, I, I prefer or enjoy the ability to listen and, and be in this environment 
Uh, but hey, we can go out to the big wide world and handle ourselves, and, and we do. So uh, I appreciate uh, all you guys, DeVille DI, Gloria TP5, and uh, Guru, and all of the gang. So uh, here we go. I think I got another couple of calls. I'm bouncing back and forth here. What's up, what's up, what's up? Michael J. Justice. Uh, Michael T. Justice, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is Dr. D from the Boom Factor. I'm really sleepy. <laughs> I'm, I'm like about to get off from work. But um, you made some key points there. I don't even call myself a Christian no more because they're all operating. Like, I ain't going to say all, but most of... The individuals that go to church, they don't even understand that they're operating in a form of godliness and denying the power thereof. And godliness is just what you were sharing about. You have to have, you know, love in your heart. Do unto others as you want others to do unto you. The golden rule, you know, it's just principles that we grew up with. And it's sad to say, most individuals that go to church, they don't live by it. Yeah, so um, this is I'm I'm no expert either, but I tell you from my experience, um, a form of godliness, but denying the power. The power comes in at looking within yourself, allowing God to look within yourself and allow His power to overshadow you form of godliness is just what it is doing stuff for god people feel like just because they build churches they're a preacher they're a leader they're a teacher but if you have hate in your heart if you're treating people nasty talk to them nasty i mean just just have a wicked heart but you say you're a christian you say you got the god in you it makes you want to scratch i did a whole episode i'm trying to understand what god you're serving so you really have to like this will be the last little rant. <laughs> you know, it's like, what God are you serving? I mean, people, I mean, they have this facade, right? Perpetrators, that's what I call them, perpetrators. You know, they'll be kind and in that church house, man, they'll show you love and you think they're the best people in the world. Some of them, you know. Now, some people yeah, are general. You, you, you know what? If, especially if you're from the streets. You you know who's genuine and who's not. You know who perpetrating and you know who's not. So I just try to express to people, look, just keep your heart right towards God. You know, don't 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 act like you something and you're not. Be true to yourself. Make sure you make time for yourself with God, and just do right by people. And that power will come in and help you live this life. Cause whoa. So this Dr. D, I'm out. Thank you, Dr. D, for listening to me. I appreciate it. Go check her out at The Boom Factor. Um, Let me tell you, this Christian thing has been twisting me up my whole entire freaking life because I was not raised in the church. I went to church. I remember being a little kid and some neighbors across the street took us to church and everything. And I learned about, you know, the gospels and remember having some little charm bracelet to 
remember all the 12 apostles and all of these little teachings and stuff. But what has struck me since I was 15 years old, I think, when I started listening to a guy named Chuck Swindoll, and I felt like he was so reasonable and so, you know, on point. And I still like listening to him. Uh, but here's the thing. When it comes to Christianity, the whole thing is, you know, very, it's a very tricky thing just for the simple fact that, like it says right there in the Bible, like no private interpretation. And yet that is all that is presented. Is private interpretations. People who interpret what's written, it doesn't exactly say anything about a trinity, and yet there are people that will tell you that if you don't accept the trinity, that you just straight up ain't a Christian. There's people who tell you that you got to get baptized. You got to get baptized in this way. You got to get baptized at that time. You can't just get baptized. It's important that you get baptized here, not there. It's in, I was baptized in a swimming pool, like in an apartment complex, for a friend of mine that just because that they had a swimming pool and it was midnight and I decided I wanted to be a Christian when I was in college which oddly enough I had already become a Christian but they said that that wasn't really valid because I didn't do this right and get baptized the right way but then <laughs> you know you listen to Catholics and they tell you you got to get baptized when you're a baby. But then there's just so much that's all twisted up that I don't even want to get into like calling people wrong other than to just say, leave me be <laughs> when it comes to it. Because <laughs> here's the logical part of my mind that, that throws me off when, when these discussions come about, about the right way and whether these people are, uh, you know, you made the comment uh, in your message there about what God are they serving, and and I appreciate what you're saying there, and and this is what always throws me off is the simple fact that. Um, okay, let's go back, way back, back into time. The Pentecost was 40 days after Jesus was crucified and resurrected, right? So from that point forward, um, you know, from that point, because that was like the church I went to, the Church of Christ, and you know, when I was in college, and they were like, "Listen, you, you, you read the Bible, and it does. It says, brothers, what must we do to be saved?" And he says, "You need to be baptized, every one of you, for the forgiveness of your sins." So then they took that to me. You need to be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins. Now, other people take that and they say, no, 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 no. <laughs> See, and it's, it becomes, a, it, it, it's interpretation from the get-go. And I'll tell you this, I hear all these stories from people who like are like hardcore Christians and they talk about, you know, some guy who was uh, held captive in a, in a uh, torture facility and all he had was one page of the Bible and he clung to that and you know and they don't doubt his Christianity he didn't read nothing about well you gotta pray Jesus into your heart this way or you gotta do this that way or you gotta 
get baptized or if this baptism is important and that baptism it's not talking about baptism with water it's talking about baptism of fire or baptism of the soul or the spirit not that and that's not what it is and that's not and you all telling me what you know and don't none of you know nothing I'm not talking to you Dr. D I'm just talking to the world it's like everybody's trying to tell somebody how it's done and you can't know the most you can know is what you read, and you didn't read it all. And then you say it don't contradict itself, but you don't read it all to know whether it contradicts itself. And you contradict yourself when you start telling people well, you can't be a Christian unless you do this or do that. And then it's like you're contradicting yourself when you say there's no private interpretation, and yet here's how I can validate whether or not you're a Christian when that would by definition be between you and God I would think I would also think that you know again I just accept that we have a misunderstanding of whatever that Bible is because it's collected from several different people it would be like if I took my 20 favorite podcasts and took some different episodes and put them down and said, okay, this is my ebook. Now, what's in those chapters and what's in there don't negate everything else that, or doesn't represent everything else that was written or everything else that was put out there because, you know, I've gone through this before because I, it has plagued me in my mind for many, many years. I'm 51 and it's been plaguing me 35 years. Uh, you know, the notion that, well, first off, I go, okay, if there's a God and he's trying to get a message through, then I need to try and figure it out. Now, if he's sending it through all these people in this book throughout a thousand years and and all of that, I mean, okay, except... That seems a little unfair. And I know you're going to say you can't question God because if you question God, then who are you to question God? I think it says something like that in the Bible. Like, I mean, Job maybe. Like, who are you to question why you're getting punished and, and this and that and the other thing? And I'm not even getting into that so much as to say that if we don't know, then we got to make, and I made this point before, all you got is what you put together in your I got 51 years in the game how many you got what you put together in that time now you were 13 and somebody told you something and you took it and you stayed with it and that was what you used your entire life and you will not be shaken from it I cannot fault you for that but at the same time don't come stand in front of my concert when I'm trying to go enjoy myself because I love everybody Don't come stand in front of my concert that I'm trying to go to and tell me that God hates fags and he's going to kill this and uh, yada. Shut the... Man, you better get out of here. That nonsense. And it's real easy to point at them people because, you know, they are here in Kansas City and they're known around the world talking about them, I think it's Phelps. They go harassing funerals and 
concerts and stuff like that. And it's real easy to say, those people aren't Christians. Look at them. But you're doing the same thing when you're trying to shame people and tell people that they're not living right and they're this and that and the other thing. Man, live your life. Tell people what you think they should do or whatever. Don't be condemning people and calling people out. I mean, because I go back again. Jesus didn't do it. He didn't tell nobody, look, you're you're an evil sinner. You're going to hell. No, he just said, he said, listen, who who has ears to hear, let him hear. I'm just saying to the world, y'all better get it together. Love one another. Love your neighbor more than yourself. Love God. That's the two commandments. That's all you need to know. That's what he said. Now you read the Bible and you tell me what you think else I need to know about whether I get baptized on this day or whether I have a discussion with somebody beforehand or if, you know what I mean? And there's verses to support various things. But as I said, in the contradictory phase, it was written by different people. So it's really not even contradictory. It's contradictory only in the sense that we try to put it together as a whole and say these things go together. And that's that. So now you put in John in 98 AD or whatever it was together with Moses in 750 BC or maybe even further back than that and then telling me that they go together. And you're only telling me that they go together because somebody told you this is how it goes. And, you know, I don't know. I just, I got a problem with the transmission and the updates. And I, I just feel like we may have some things wrong to be, you know. And then when you get into this politics of it. And I'm going to get into the politics of it because I'm really pissed off right now. So these, this this Christian thing, for you to live in the state of Kansas right now and to vote Republican and be a Christian when they are purposefully removing the right to vote from other Christians because they don't like how they might vote. You talk about a form of godliness and denying its power and, and evil in the face of or disguised as light and all of that stuff, man, come on now. You got people going to preach on Sunday morning and then going to work on Monday morning trying to figure out how to stop other people from voting. Not trying to persuade them to vote a different way, but physically trying to stop them from voting. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Look it up, but they the state of the, the city of Dodge City in Kansas is almost all Hispanic because there's a lot of or not almost all, but it's it's a majority Hispanic because there's been a lot of immigration. People come down there to work. When I was in Wichita, I put together uh, as a, when I was with the Wichita newspaper, the Eagle. Um, I was part of a project where we were un, low, un, we were releasing a new Hispanic newspaper because there were 
plenty of Hispanics in that part of Kansas, and Wichita's not. And it's not in the same spot as Dodge City, but it's further west in the state. So, but yeah, there's there's a lot of there was a lot of immigrants there, and so they were like, hey, we, this is a population that we could serve with the news and blah blah blah, right? So that's as far back. That's almost 20 years ago. That was in 2000 that we were doing that. And now here we are in 2018. And it's, it's just, it's like crystal clear to me. Okay, you put a bunch of people in a place and there's so many coming for work and whatnot and they put down roots and then they have children. And so yeah, eventually, and this is ultimately what the Republicans are afraid of. And, I, and I'm saying this and I'm backing it up, so I'm really open for discussion on this. But, but Republicans are saying that they are, or, or they appear to be trying to prevent people from voting, to prevent people who are not white from voting. This is just what they are doing and you can look it up in Texas and Georgia and Kansas and North Dakota all over and that's just some of the places I already know about in Florida back in 2000 they did the whole thing where they they start taking people off of the rolls and you know I've talked a little bit about this before too with Kanye being half crazy but you got to listen to what he's trying to say and just figure that maybe he don't know quite how to say what he's trying to say. When he say 13 is a trap door, that's what Ava DuNay said in her Netflix special because it says right there, and I heard somebody else mention it just the other day. Uh, you know, it says right in there that, you know, slavery shall be abolished except for <laughs> the case of imprisonment. And then you can look at the stats and see how many people are in prison and how many and what for and what's the deal. And, you know, and you can say, well, nah, that ain't what they were doing. They didn't make marijuana illegal because non-whites were using it. But if you look at the, you know, what they say, believe, I'm going to believe what I see, not what you tell me believe your actions not your words if you look at the history of this country that is what has been happening i mean we started out this country we believe or we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal meanwhile we have slaves meanwhile a little bit later in the document i'm going to tell you about these savages meanwhile a little bit later in the document i'm going to tell you about you know the way that it's not fully self-evident yet but that's okay that's okay I made a declaration a year ago that I was going to do some things and I haven't done everything I was going to do but I've made some progress I'm almost 200 episodes in here on this podcast I didn't even have a podcast when I started. I didn't find this app and start podcasting until February. And 
I was going to start in October. I started YouTubing, and when some obstacles came my way, I couldn't get some stuff to upload. I just kind of let it die. So I'm going to be putting up some content from all of that stuff anyway, just to get it out. But here's the thing, because there is a point to my madness. I'm not where I started. I'm not where I planned to be. But I'm not. And that's the key. I'm not where I started. I am much closer to where I started than I want to be. So yes, I want to do better and there are still more changes I want to make. There are still more things. But but it's a progress and so I, not to beat myself up and not to beat you up, but you keep on going. I mean, that was what the message from Gloria was about a little while ago about the fact that hey man sometimes you gotta start over and it means everything and as a country right we don't need to start everything over but we need to start over our ideas and thoughts on race and we need to acknowledge that and then make the changes and the problem is this stuff is not going to because we live in a, I'm, I'm going to get this more well thought out and maybe do some writing on it so I can present my argument, what's going through my head a little more clear. But we live in a compounding society. And what I mean is you do something and then you put time, you put the clock on it. You, you outlaw blacks being able to read in 1670-something. And guess what? By 2018, you're going to have lower, way lower academic performance in the people that you first outlawed the ability to read and go to school and, and to congregate. I mean, you, you denied them all of the things that were in the Constitution, right? Uh, the freedom of assembly and freedom of speech and the right to pursuit of happiness, all of that stuff was being withheld from them. And that's just the truth and the reality. I'm not trying to make you feel bad about it, but here's what you need to do. Acknowledge it and then say, okay, I'm going to do better. Ain't no help. If you're trying to lose weight, ain't no sense of you going, I didn't eat that cake last night. What cake? I didn't eat no damn cake. You must be crazy. I didn't eat no cake. The whole cake? No way I ate a whole cake last night. Well, you did. And if you did it, say, damn. I fell short of what I was trying to do. I'm going to get back up on it. If you just straight up lie to yourself and try to leave it at that, the chances are you're going to continue. I mean, this is my own personal experience speaking, right? When I try to oh, I'm going to quit doing this or that. And then when I deny that I did it, even though I know down inside that I did it, or I try to rationalize and explain it away or whatnot, then it becomes clear to me that what I'm doing is, what do they call it, justifying myself. And if you justify what you're doing, 
then it can't be wrong. That's the word, just, justified. It's right. So if it's right, why would you change it? So don't justify what you do. Acknowledge where you are, and then you can make the changes that you need to make. Or so it seems to me. Welcome to the Michael T. Justice Podcast. Thanks for listening. And if you would like to respond to any of the things you hear, please hit me up here on Anchor or at Twitter at Michael T. Justice or Facebook Michael T. Justice. Hey, thanks again for checking me out. And hit me up on Facebook, Michael T. Justice, Twitter, Michael T. Justice, and of course here at Anchor FM, you can leave a voice message and uh, I would love for any responses and um, requests.